Tone Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we're back for another <laughs> one. Yes, sir. All righty. I, I watched a lot of shit this uh, this week, but nice, yeah, nice. there wasn't a whole lot else going on. So I had plenty of uh, free time to try to utilize this stupid Disney Plus membership that we bought. Because <laughs> there's a couple of movies that, that uh, I wanted to, Kendrick to watch. And I was like, mm-hmm. eight bucks for a month and we get to watch like a half a dozen movies. It's That's not, not the worst anything ever. So, bad. yeah, kind of. Did you hear what they're doing about uh, Mulan with the Mulan release? Mm-mm. Yo, they're fully tripping, bro. What happened? They're um they're doing like um uh, a release of everywhere but U.S. Uh, understandably, because we're the only one that ain't got the the pandemic <laughs> under control. <laughs> But that's not really what I was talking about. That's though. hilarious. The, the main kicker is they'll let you uh, watch Mulan, but you got to pay like 20-something dollars for it in order to be able to watch it unlimited on, the, on Disney+. Plus. And I'm like... Additional? Yeah, exactly. In addition, in addition to the monthly subscription, they're like, yo... For a digital download? You want to... Yeah. I mean, if they charged $8 in addition to your membership, I would be like... Okay, that's Disney. Exactly. But twenty some dollars for a to digital only the, movie? Yeah, they're directly taking my, their losses from the the theaters from their customers' pockets, bro. Yeah, um, by like doubling the ticket price, standard essentially. Yeah, never gonna happen. Yeah, that just well, encourages I, me I to was, find a, a way to circumvent hell. paying them at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. Speaking of which, I, I fucking oh my goodness. I, I watched The Inhumans mm-hmm, since I had mm-hmm. access to Disney Plus. I was like, oh, The Inhumans. Yeah, Marvel property. Let me catch up on that. Yeah, about that. It's Marvel TV property. Bro. It's a non-Netflix Marvel TV that property. That shit was big bad, bro. <laughs> it was it was bad in a bigly way. It was extra bad. Oh, man. It I was worse than bad, bad, not good, bro. It was... Uh, and I forced myself to watch it, bro. Just to, did you get all the way through it? Because, pretty sure there's only one season, right? Yeah. So I. <laughs> yeah, that, that's. Yeah, I wouldn't even. I don't even know if I'd look for a second season of that. <laughs> but fuck it, because it 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 casted the guy who played Ramses in Game of Thrones yeah. as the main bad guy, and yeah. boy does he know how to be fucking evil, bro. Yeah, he is. And so, like, the most engrossing part of that show was was his evil. Uh, persona and I watched it all the way to the end. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna spoil that shit. And he doesn't even <laughs> die in the end. Like, ah, oh, it hurt oh, so bad. It hurt so bad watching that. But anyway, is... no, there's actually a lot to delve into with that about how bad it was. Like, so first of all, like, they the the character of Black Bolt was completely like, it was dramatized like. Since he didn't speak, the actor tried to portray it emotionally <laughs> with, through gestures and fate. And it was just, and, but at the same time, trying to be stoic. Right. Like, you can't be stoic and portray emotion through, yeah. you know what I mean? And so the way that Black Bolt in the comics was written was that he was, his actions were very decisive. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't that he, emo- it, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, very evocative. It was just when he acted, it had to be in the most, you know what I mean, meaningful, poignant way. Because if not, you know what I mean, he could be, you know, putting himself in a position to to put other people in danger. And so back to the show, terrible portrayal, just like 
you I don't understand. I don't understand what direction they were going with. I don't know what portrayal of the character they were using. I'm just like, but it, I guess it was the Disneyfication, kind of like what Disney did to Star Wars. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. of course, they had a fucking shoehorned like uh, female empowerment uh, uh, storyline at the end. But it was in like the worst way. Like, so Medusa, Medusa's character, like, and and it was oh, so wait. funny. Was that bald headed red chick, red headed chick that I saw? Was she supposed to be Medusa? Yes. Whoa. Okay. So, and the first episode, they blew their load in the first Whoa. episode because this is how they got me. Whoa. The first episode was actually not that bad. All right. The first episode was actually like intriguing. It it started a storyline that I was interested in following, and they 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 really did animate medusa's hair pretty well in the first episode and like of course they got to commit on the pilot bro and 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 not for nothing black bolt hadn't fully you know engrossed himself in that really shitty like uh over evocative facial emotion <laughs> stoicism yeah. type of thing that he was trying to do yeah and so it, it was able to to keep it keep me going through the first episode but like they totally wasted Medusa's character because the actress was actually trying really hard in the beginning. And I see that towards the end, she just kind of like said, whatever. <laughs> but um, the thing is, is like, okay, Medusa, first of all, I don't know how they, they, they wrote Medusa's powers into the storyline the way they did. Like, they sheared her hair off after the first episode with yeah. like Remington uh, razors. And low. I was like... What the fuck is going on? Like her hair is supposed to be hard as diamonds and fucking able and and even if you cut it, she can extend it at will. And it's like destroy cars with her hair. Like pierce people she can pierce armor and like lift things and and they sheared and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And like she couldn't extend it. Like she can extend it while it's it's not like they pulled it out at the root. Now, see, that would have been some shit if they like scalped her or something. I'd be like, oh right. shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But like, nah, B, they just like, zzz, zzz, zzz. Yeah. and then she was running around with a boy cut all day, like for the rest of the, the season. And I was like, that's a weird direction. Okay. So but then at the end, they tried, she, was, she started like getting all mad at Black Bolt as if he was some kind of oppressive king because he had a secret bunker. That was part of that the royal family kept mm-hmm. in the case of a major emergency, like everything on the surface was destroyed and they needed. And she was like, how do you have this bunker? And I don't know about this. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's what? Yo, I hate that storyline. So I hate the why didn't you tell me storyline. I'm I always, just like, what is going that, on right that now? That fight always feels contrived whenever that's, they have it in any superhero show. And I'm like, that's show. the kink in your, in your relationship is like. He has a secret bunker that he's now utilizing to great effect. Like, I don't understand. I just don't get it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, apparently that show got screwed over by the fact that um they were... They intended to make an Inhumans movie. Mm-hmm. So they automatically... They got they were limited as to what they could do on the show, so their storylines got limited. And also the fact that it was um, married to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of... Yeah, it didn't. It didn't. That that show didn't have a future, man. It was. I it mean, it was DOA for sure. Um, Lockjaw was animated really well, which leads me to believe why didn't they have the budget for Medusa? Like yeah, man. they you only get one. We only got time for one. You know what I'm saying, bro? It was terrible. Like it. It was really funny the way they showed Black Bolt killing his parents by accident, though. Like. 
Did you um see the two-hour movie for it, or was that included in the series? Mm-hmm. Two-hour movie? It was supposed to start, or it did start with um like a two-hour movie that they released in like IMAX and shit, and that was supposed to be like the like I guess like the episode zero or the episode one that began. It didn't seem the, like there was anything the missing. Uh, then they probably um folded it into the series itself. It would make sense. Because I can't imagine them putting any more publishing and marketing behind another piece of fucking IP for this shitty ass. Like, oh no, no, no! Yeah, oh. it was doomed, man. It's it's. But sucks. it was just it was. I don't know, man. It I just it, it just it it didn't have to suck though. It felt like it didn't have to suck. It really didn't. I mean, I mean the part the, the IP itself is good. That might be why, but you know. I don't, know. I don't and then they and then okay so the the main antagonist is an inhuman that when he went so inhumans are pretty much like up until i guess puberty they turn teenage years uh they're normal humans and then they go through a process of terogenesis where they serum uh ritualistically activate their latent um powers and they all have individual unique powers and they come out uh, of the terogenesis ritual, um, like fully matured. And so the main antagonist was the son of the king. But when he went through terogenesis, he actually became a human, like a plain human. Like, yeah, he went from having the inhuman gene to just being a regular human after serogenesis. That's rough, man. And so... That's the, why he became a villain. My nigga was jealous this whole time. Yeah, but... <laughs> and then the worst part is is that they, they... In the beginning, he came off as if he was for the liberation of... Because the they have a caste system in Adelan, which is the city of the inhumans that's on the moon. That is protected by a cloaking device that I guess gives them their atmosphere as well. Whatever. I didn't make this shit up. Um, but in Adelan, there's this very strict caste system. And so if your powers come out and they're more physically oriented, then you're forced to go down into the mines. And then if you have, like, I don't know, powers that, like, flyers are considered very, like, I don't know, sought after or rare and so they they, they occupy a certain echelon and then they have like ones that have combat related powers and and so they're it's a very rigid case system like that and so in the beginning of the show he comes out as if he's trying to to break out the case system you know you shouldn't be forced to be a physical laborer just because of your power you should have equal rights to choose your destiny and all this stuff and I was Talk like, all right, him, Ramsey, that's what I'm talking about. That's not the worst thing in the world. But then you find out that, like, it's completely and utterly a farce. Yeah. Like, as soon as he gets power, all he's trying to do is he has been from the moon somehow funding on the Earth research into pe- humans with the mutant gene who uh, have a latent X factor to see how he can transfer that to himself and then try to go through a second terogenesis to... to, to this uh, nigga never gave up. I kind of appreciate that, though. Nah, I appreciate I mean, that determination. You know what I'm saying? Not with the resources you got. Like, if you got them kind of resources, my nigga, that's what you're trying to... You're already a king. Nah. Like, you, you're, you're fucking manipulating entire, like cities and, and, and countries worth of resources to to try to do this research like he's got like an international company that's like mad like overseeing genetic research of, of mutants all over the world that he's like infiltrated and is the shadow 
like controller of it. It's like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, what are your he, motive- he's fighting his destiny, bro? Like, he don't want nobody to pigeonhole him. I f- I feel that. But at the, see, at the end, he attempts to destroy Adelan, though, and I'm just like. See, but isn't that kind uh, of he, against? He, I'm not you? saying that he's like a good guy or nothing. No, no, no I'm not saying. I just, I'm not saying that's what you were. Pr- appreciate I'm the singular that, point of him just, just like fighting I, against he, what everyone told him that he should do. And I say that to point out like how poorly it was written. Like, like that whole storyline, like that the whole arc of the of like there was so much going on throughout the rest of the show that they didn't even need that arc. <laughs> like the whole bad guy arc and it was like completely superfluous to what made that show interesting and it was like what did make that show interesting nothing and that's what i'm saying is like <laughs> the whole if they, that there was not that and there was not any other particular other interesting arc but there was other things happening right you know what i mean and so it just there's nothing that really like Karnak was supposed was a really cool inhuman in the comics, but like in this show, he hits his head and loses his ability. So Karnak's ability is to to see the consequences of his actions before they happen, He's and so big brain time. He, yeah, so he could like instantly find out the best course of actions for any given uh, uh, desire that he has. And so, like, he's really difficult to beat and all that stuff. But in the show, he falls and hits his head, and now his powers don't work anymore. And it's like, what? And then he gets, like, he shows up on a pot farm and then, like, falls in love with one of the workers. And then the guy gets, the guy who runs a pot farm gets jealous and tries to kill them all. Oh, man. And then the guys who own the pot, who, who run the pot, come and try to kill him. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? That's hey, what I'm man. saying. Like, there's just so much going on in the show outside of that. And that wasn't even, you know, that was even more or less interesting than that. that <laughs> it's just, oh, fun. man. The show is so poorly, like, put together. Like, I don't, I can't imagine. That people sat in the same room and came up with these ideas. Like, it's so bad. It's like Rise of the Dark Phoenix, the TV show. Man, what else is that what was terrible say? about that show? Yeah. Then then Gorgon was just his character portrayal was was trite. It was the, the, I don't want to say the actor was just a bad actor, but it was a poor performance, that's for sure. <laughs> and so like his power, he could like make shockwaves when he stomps, but like it was never interestingly used. <laughs> it was it was always just brute forcing. And like one like one time, like he was bear hugging someone and stomped him to death. And I'm like, how the fuck did that work? Like, why did you stomp? Like, what is going on right now? Uh, that's funny. Like he's he, in your arms. Doesn't the you bear hug usually remove them from the ground? He was off the ground. He's bigger than That's the guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. It's like I don't know who the fuck thought of this shit. And then there was like it's funny. A, 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 a side love story with the princess and some guy in Hawaii. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? What is going? It's all on? part of the bigger two. You'll find out in season two how all of this connects. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out exactly how it all was so much going on in this show and none of it was good. (laughs) But it's like, I mean, I think I gave it a solid two. Damn. A solid two because 
the 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 CG out of five or ten. Out of ten. God uh, damn. The, the, there was a really good CG work in it. It okay. had Marvel level CG in it. Okay. So that's worth a point. And the intro song was mad epic. I told you. Every time I walked by, I was like, yo, them horns mean business, bro. Bro, the intro song was I, I, mad epic. It feels like Danny Elfman. And so that's all of the points that it gets. That's pretty funny. Even though it did the scene, I'm, and I'll reiterate, the scene where, where Black Bolt kills his parents, because I'm like expecting like, you know, something dramatic to happen, but it's like a three second flashback. And it's like he's his parents are berating him, and he sits down and he turns to him and he whispers why, and they just whoosh, and they disappear, <laughs> and they just like turn to dust. And it's like, well, there you have it. Did they establish before that that he knew that would happen? Yeah, at that point he had known that. I don't think that he knew the extent of his powers. Oh, but he knew that motherfuckers yeah. blew up when he said shit. Well, That's no, I, I think that prior to that, like it was a, like a concussive blast. But this this time it was more like a like a <laughs> sonic boom. Yeah, sonic boom, and uh, definitely turned his parents into mist. And it was like it was. Just, I loved it because it was like a Family Guy flashback. You picked three seconds. Your parents, bro. Yeah. Over some bullshit, over some teen angst. Like, damn. Well, the the um. And Humans Themed is composed by some dude named Sean Callery. But I'm going to shout you out, Sean, because every time I walked back, I heard them horns, and I was like, yeah, some shit's about to go down. You, oh, I wish. Oh, I wish. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. um, oh, I watched man. the stand-up by saying, I'm going to move on from that shit, because I, I, what has it been, like, 15 minutes of me just laying into that oh, bullshit? Um, I watched the stand-up by Sam J, which was, I enjoyed. Okay. She's really funny. Okay. Like, She's very heavy on her like her lesbian comedy, but not for nothing. I I I enjoy her take on her on her own sexuality, <laughs> like or her comedic take at very least. I don't know about her personal life. I'm sure that that's just a character she's playing up there, but <laughs> like the the way she worked it into her bit was very funny. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I really uh, I really highly encourage you to check that out. It was on Netflix. Um, it's like. I think throw it's called like on in the background one time. 3 a.m. in the morning, I think is the name of it. But um, she's got tons of good sets. And once again, you know, we you know one thing that I've learned not to do, and that is to um try to repeat jokes in stand-ups. Like, dude, it <laughs> it is very even if the person up there is giving like a very dry delivery. Trust me, they're doing it on purpose. It's mm-hmm. very nuanced. You know, stand-ups mm-hmm. like. They they make those jokes work a lot of times, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I really do have a lot of respect for uh, for their craft, you know what I mean? When they're yeah. up there, every joke that you see on like an hour long special has been vetted by like usually multiple states mm-hmm. and multiple different like different um, uh, like sets of demographics of people is what mm-hmm. I'm looking for. So yeah, they uh, you know what I'm saying, and they I'm not. A lot of times they don't always work the first time and they got to slowly refine it till it gets to that point that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And she and you could definitely tell she's worked on that on that uh, that set significantly and it it hit. Uh, So, yeah, I just want to give her a shout out because it's I really appreciate the diversity of black female comedians that I see coming out from the Leslie Jones to the Yvonne Orgies to the Sam Jays. Um, 
And I know I'm missing a bunch of good ones, so please don't yeah, crucify me. I, I've, but... I've seen a couple dope ones on YouTube in like little short bursts whose names I can't remember. Yeah, uh, and so I just uh, I like throwing her into the mix now because she's definitely I think gonna gonna be a fixture in the industry because she had a lot of you know decent names backing her too from what I saw from the, after the, the the special when she's walking backstage it was like Michael Che a bunch of people you know notable figures on Chris Red Chris Red is his name right the um light skin dude that rose with um, um on Saturday Night Live. From SNL. Oh, oh yeah, Chris Red. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. the other SNL cast member. You right. That's, you right. That's what. Whoo! I was like, I don't want right. to fuck that up. I, no, I really like that. Dude. He's, he's got great comedy, man. Yeah, he's really versatile. He's um, really good. So yeah, so just just to point out another great uh, uh, black comedian, comedian, woman, comedian. Give her whatever channel <laughs> monitor her. She she comedian. prefers. You know what I mean? Like so, because you know what it is. A lot of times you don't know, like. Does the person prefer no moniker? Just like call me a comedian. That's what that's what I'm here to do. Or do they like you to to identify? You know what I mean? What they what they represent, which she's very you know she identifies as a black woman and a lesbian. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I really don't know how to tread on that ground these days. You know, so I just yeah, it's different just, for everyone. I, I, anyway. I throw it all out there. Just scatter shot that bitch. Blah, yeah, blah, 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 <laughs> and I'm with them all, yo. It's different you know what I mean? for and everybody. And take them all back. Like even if you don't want them, you take them back. That's <laughs> how so you gotta do uh, it, bro. That's funny. If you if you want to respect people's uh, agency, <laughs> but yeah, that was really good, yo. Um, that stand up on Netflix, like. <laughs> You got so many good skits, but yeah, let me just stop laughing in my head. I'm not going to sit out here and talk about the, the actual <laughs> jokes. Yeah, you know what I was watching on Netflix too that was uh, surprisingly entertaining? Um, the new animated Transformers series, Fight for Cybertron. I caught an episode, a couple episodes of that. Now, you know, I hope I don't lose anybody because it is, I'm pretty sure it's geared towards kids, but um, as one thing that I've learned about Transformers is that. The creators of Transformers and most of the people who have carried on the legacy have maintained the two uh, main theme underlying allegorical themes of Transformers, which is the fight for freedom and the fight for resource domination. Fight for Energon. Yep. You know, those two things, like, because you could just replace Energon with oil and you can replace a lot of the the themes for conflicts you know international conflicts you know where people have a you know a, a stamp of a nation or 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 a faction on them and they're fighting vehemently for it you know what i mean and and the closer contact that they have with the other side you you start to get overlaps. In this one, they cover a lot of adult themes. There's a lot yeah, of betrayal. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know if it's geared for kids when you said that because I, I felt like it was pretty mature. It's very and kids dark would get and bored. it's very animated, very dark. It's yeah. very blocky. Like they do, they chose very blocky. There's not a aesthetic. lot of bright colors and stuff no, like they usually um, I, do. I don't think they effectively use the the transformations in this show. Yeah, like I agree Optimus with that. Is, Optimus Optimus's character is very polarizing for me. Like I. I kind of like how strong of a, of a person he is, or how strong of a <laughs> because of how is. stubborn he is. But at the same time, that nigga gets his ass beat all the time. Yeah, I didn't like this Optimus. This Optimus was I not like very strong. Optimus. 
it's a departure from what i'm used to for show but i highly recommend it i know it sounds like a kid's show i don't want to turn anyone off with the fact that it's animated but it's it's a very adult uh themed show you know what i mean and actually it's like if you got like a six-year-old kid you could watch it with them and they'll probably enjoy it even though they won't get some of the overlying themes but um highly recommend it uh a lot of betrayal going on which i was surprised about um also uh megatron comes off a lot more sympathetic in this not not that he is sympathetic but his you feel his fight for freedom they make it a lot more visceral that he was leaving he was leading a slave revolt originally before it became a world domination thing you know and not for nothing he was part of the trilogy of of freedom fighters that optimus prime and and uh, alpha trion came from and so there you know they they did a great job of fleshing out the backstory um bumblebee's character and how he fits in as a scavenger didn't um, like him either uh, uh you didn't like bumblebee hell no why not I didn't um, find him that bad. I don't know, man. He was being like in that type of situation. I think he's being wild, unrealistic. What do like, you mean? Because like um, he's just. Uh, I feel like in his position, it's a bit naive to want to stay on the sidelines. Which at the point where I'm at, that's well. All right, but I think you like his arc overall when it, when it comes around. Because uh, yeah, it is kind of naive to try to stay in the middle. But there is a lot of neutral factions. Actually, Ratchet is part of a neutral faction. There's the cloned sound wave that's part of a neutral fact. Like that's the yeah, crazy part. but like, they, Ratchet the, the actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Ratchet actually makes sense because he's a medical conscientious objector. Totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. This nigga scavenger buddy just like oh, I, I'm neither a Democrat or I mean I'm neither a fucking uh, uh, Autobot or a fucking Decepticon. And he's just trying to hide away from the situation the whole time. It was just yeah. Was, I mean. I can understand and if it's it, not your pro. And then it was like real, that weird ass turn it. when he got the um the Alpha Trion or the code, yeah, the, when he got the, the, code. the information, and he was instantly like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna stay by Optimus now because I got a weird vision that told me to." And I was just like, "Okay." So he, he saw all the info. He, he got the code. I, I, I don't know. It didn't feel very. I don't know. It didn't feel very organic to me. It just. I don't know. I I, I didn't feel like he earned that transformation as a character. Feel me. I think he got it. I think they gave it. I think his his staunch desire for impartiality and and, and neutrality is why Alpha Trion chose him because he already because they're part of a trinity and the polar opposites already existed in Optimus Prime and, and Megatron, and so he wanted somebody who was neutral to try to keep them together, and so I think that's why they chose him yeah. for that. But like, I that can see sense. how you can say that he didn't earn it. I could see that because I, mean, I didn't. I don't mean the. I don't mean like um, specifically bumble me. I mean like as a writing device. I don't felt mm. like I felt like the change in his character wasn't earned at the point that at the story where I was at, which is the episode after he got the the information and then he went to Optimus yeah, no, and, and the, then he got the vision and then yeah, nothing changes beyond that. So no, you, I mean I could I could fine. see that assessment of it. Um, I, I would only say it's probably because this, the episodes are so dense. They did a lot of work. Like, you know, there's no dead space in that, in, in the show. So I could see his 
to maybe they they just chose to omit uh, representing that. Because I mean, yeah, it's fine. I just don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a big deal. Overall, I, just, I, just I think it should tra- detract from the show f- for me. I, I thought it was still really well done. Um, I don't know. I, I could never... They didn't... I don't know. They they just couldn't pull me into the world, man. Like, at some point, I was like, man, why do I care about your guys' struggle right now? Like, I just... None of the characters really, like, connected me, to me on a level that I was, like, relatable. Beyond Ratchet. Like, Ratchet, him I understand because everything that he's about completely makes sense. But I don't know. It just it just was... I just didn't like it all that much. Okay. Understandable. Um, I would have liked... To, I hope that they put out a movie with maybe the Slave Rebellion where uh, Optimus... Yeah, Alfred, that would be um, interesting. How the the story of how the three of them actually it, got together. This Optimus and who was the Alpha Magnus? I think Alpha Magnus. It was Optimus, Alpha Magnus, and Megatron. The the war that they fought in that might be interesting to see, and that then that would give cool. a lot of context for what's going on today. Um, but yeah, and a lot of the Autobots were just they were fodder. A lot mm-hmm. of those niggas died really terribly, <laughs> and like just like. <laughs> Did you see the part where they were trying to cross the um, the the desolate sands or whatever? No, nah, I don't think so. Bro, they 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 encounter a horde of what they call sparklers, which are just like drone, uh, fucking zombie uh, transformers. <laughs> okay, and uh, of course, like one of them zombies. just gets like pulled apart. Like she's just like standing there. She's like, ah! just gets pulled <laughs> apart. And I'm like, my dude. You didn't pull a gun. You didn't do nothing. Uh, you literally funny. stood there and got pulled apart. Zombies are scary. She froze. Bro. That I was like, okay. All right, guys. Like, <laughs> why would you bring her into the fucking, the most dangerous area you guys have ever gone into if you know that she was prone to freezing up? Like, that's not cool. <laughs> hey, man, we went down a list of fucking troops for this mission, and her skill set seems the most appropriate. That's in my bad. That's oopsk. But no, I mean outside of the uh, outside of the jokes, um, I would definitely say check it out. It, it's worth a it's worth some time if you are are still quarantining and at home and and bored. Mm-hmm. But yeah, not a whole lot has been going on. Uh, man, change shit been going on in the entertainment sphere. Um, <laughs> other than fucking, I saw an interesting interview with Two Chains and fucking. Meg Thee Stallion and, and Cardi B put out a new song, but I don't even know if it's the venue wow. to talk about that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I've heard. It's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting listen. Um, even though I did hear a conversation being struck up on, on one of the podcasts about um, the level of vulgarity that, that comes from men and women. And I don't know, man. Cardi B and Meg and them, and not even just, uh, not for nothing, Kaya... They they did step the, the the vulgarity up. Like dudes talk about a lot of nasty shit, but for the most part, the good the the people who are lauded when they talk about it, mostly are talking about it in metaphorically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cardi, that shit's porn. Yo, that that WAP song is straight pornographic, bro. There's yeah. no there's no illusions. Yeah, same no with fancy fucking talk. Uh, Captain Hook by fucking Megan. There's and no so, fucking yeah, and so no take mistakes with that. I'm not saying, and I'm not making a, a negative judgment on this. I'm just saying, yo, that's that's pretty vulgar. Like the level, the level of vulgarity in 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 a lot of the female rappers definitely rivals the male rappers. 
Yeah, I don't you know think that's I mean? a like, bad thing, though. Which I thought it wasn't. No, I don't, and and I'm and I in no way, shape, or form. And and I I I pointed out mainly to say, yes, vulgar language. We need to stop acting like vulgar language is is gonna is gonna destroy us. You know what I mean? Like it's part of PC culture where they turn their nose up at fucking vulgar language. And I, for one, love fucking vulgar language. I think that that shit because it expresses. It, we don't always have to be flowery with everything that we have to say. Like sometimes you want to be explicit. And if you're being explicit about something that might be a little bit taboo, it'll come off as vulgar. And that is okay. None of those things make you a bad person. And we shouldn't like, we shouldn't trivialize people who speak in that manner, nor should we shame them. You know what I mean? And so I'm glad to, to, to see women being as vulgar, if not more vulgar than men. Because they're better at it than us. Because I'm sorry, but I will I will absolutely listen to WAP. I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to go blasting in the street through the... Through, but, you know what I mean? When Kendrick's sleeping, I might, you know what I mean, let that play in the playlist. But I'm not interested in hearing a bunch of niggas talk like that. I'm really not. Like, I don't... I, I actually don't know if I have any music that I listen to that is a bunch of niggas talking about fucking... Very explicitly. (laughs) So, but anyway, other than that, I don't need to do a lyric breakdown of that. That that song is what it is. The visual is crazy. They went in. You know what I mean? Besides, like, I don't even think, like, it's not even that prevalent. I guess the only reason why it might seem prevalent is because the, um, the pool of dominant female rappers are so small. So the similarities between, um... Uh, the lyrical content of like Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion and uh, the like, especially as far as the vulgarity is concerned, I can see how people might be like, "Oh, it's an issue," but I think it's not even that, it's not even that much. It's just that those who are doing it right now just happen to be really big. Agreed. I don't know why I'm so adversely uh, predisposed to when Nicki Minaj does it, though. I don't know why. I, you know, I think that she doesn't do it tastefully. Like, I hate the shit that I see online of her with or her belly out because she's pregnant and all that shit. Like, I think that's just tactless. I think you might, but like, I don't know why. Whenever Nicki Minaj does that shit, I just yeah, you might just not like Nicki Minaj. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I just don't. I just really don't fuck with her persona that's because like, it's not the aesthetic. Like, I have no yeah, problem exactly. with women dressing and feeling liberated to do whatever the fuck they want with how with whatever part of the body they want. That's not what I have the problem with. It's Nicki Minaj, I think, as a person I have a problem with. But um mm, that's cool. But yeah, there was that. And I saw this interview with Two Chains and I, I felt I personally didn't expect Two Chains to 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 feel as slighted as he did by the way that the internet had addressed him in terms of his versus battle. How did but the he, internet address him? I guess they were talking recklessly like i don't know i consider myself part of the internet now but i didn't i was slandering ross the whole time right but and so of course i i was blind to the to to the opinions that might have been antithetical to to two chains come you know having a showing at this this uh versus battle but evidently the internet came through and was like it was a molly whopping and two chains was like nah <laughs> niggas y'all better put some respect on my name <laughs> and so yeah he he it it was an interesting interview. They were trying to like talk about stuff and like <laughs> he yeah, was they, like, nah, 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 B. 
This is gonna be thirty minutes of me bringing it back to why y'all niggas ain't putting respect on my name. Y'all Yo. niggas said come with twenty hits. I came with twenty four hits. Fuck y'all niggas. It All really them shit was bangers, plaques. When celebrities do stuff like that, but you know, humans are humans, and everybody. You got know what feelings, it is? I, th- I, I think it is. He put a lot of time and effort into it, yeah. and for people to address it as rudely as they did. Yeah. Um, and it's and and honestly, I just don't. I I just think that people like they they like what they're told to like and. They were told a long time ago to like Ross, and so he gets a lot of slack, and so there wasn't much that could be done. You know what I mean? I don't know. You feel like people are told not to like Two Chains? No, I just think that I don't. I don't think people are told to like Two Chains by by the type of because he's you know Two Chains isn't on like an Atlantic. He doesn't have that kind of exposure, so his numbers reflect. You know, I think his popularity maybe the black community, but maybe not as much to a broader community as somebody who's on a major label like that. And so we can't really compare their numbers. And so when you, you know, a lot of people look like, oh, well, look what Ross does in numbers. And and so regardless to the quality of the song, they're always going to look at Ross as the better artist. And it's like, mm, that, that I think that's a significant portion of the public will we'll do that. That's in my opinion. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I thought that as and two chains put on a better performance in terms of versus performance, because I think that at this right. point, now that they're doing them in this format, we can consider the performance as part of how, you know, we're judging these things. Yeah. It's two chains put on a much better performance, point. much better performance. It was hands down. Like, I don't even think that anybody could come in here and try to arguably make the argument that Ross put on a better performance. I mean, he was dancing, though. <laughs> he was was he Millie rocking over there in the corner? I don't know. I wasn't watching really? that. Nigga. I don't know. I just I, it's, I don't know. I I don't I don't fuck with his aesthetic. I don't fuck with nothing about how he's doing it. Two chains. I fuck with the aesthetic of of making it rain on strippers. That's just me. <laughs> that aesthetic. Essential workers. Essential workers. You know what I mean? Showing love to the community. You know what I mean? Rick Ross ain't have no dollar Damn. bills on the floor. That's all I'm saying. I mean, How it's you sad that people. Uh, uh, I mean, it's sad that two changes hurt by that more than anything. I else. know that's really what I, I felt bad about because, yeah. like, I felt I, no matter what, I felt like he could should have come out of that with his head firmly is in the air because he he showed out. He had a True. good set of music, did a good performance. That's yeah. all, and that's all anybody who ever comes to these things these days is really looking at. Nobody's really looking at it as a competition as much. But two change is very competitive. So yeah, except for the stands. The stands are for show. It's a competition all day with the stands. Yeah, stands. Fuck them. But yeah, there wasn't much else going on in um, entertainment. Um, did you uh, did you hear it was been revealed that Kanye West is a Republican plant? <laughs> I just. Man. I know that that's not you don't give a fuck about. I what. mean, it's been again. It's been pretty obvious from the start. But it's like you it, feel me. I, the the way the story reads, it's like I wonder. I wonder if he really isn't aware that he's being manipulated. Like, does he nah, not? Bro, they're working that these together. What do you mean? Doing? I think I legitimately think Trump and and Kanye are friends. Legitimately think they are friends. You feel I me? think that Kanye thinks they're friends. I don't That's think that Trump has time for. for I mean, Kanye. yeah, Trump doesn't have any friends, especially yeah, from his side. He, he so, like, oh yeah, yeah, bring Kanye in so yeah. we can go golf. I don't think he does that. Okay, I mean, but I think that Kanye. To be likes fair, him a lot. I don't yeah. think he has that relationship with, with anyone. anyone. 
Okay. So let's just get that. But, yeah, yeah. but but what I'm saying is they're definitely not like, oh, what a coincidence. You're also running, running for president. I'm also, oh, I can't believe we're both doing what this. No, like, no, 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 that's it's, not what they, I'm saying. I, don't defi- think, it's, I definitely think it's I don't coordinated think that he's for sure. aware that the people who are helping him are actually operatives of the Republican Party. I don't think that, I think that he might might think that he is how legitimately they, running. How could he not know that? Because, because I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure he's running Republican, right? No, he can't run another Republican ticket because you can only have one nominee oh, per party. That's right. So he'd be running like independent or some shit? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. And At so, this point, I don't really care and, who takes advantage is, of Kanye. Really you feel me? And this whole conversation <laughs> is, is, is moot because it doesn't matter. Because it's, yeah. I'm pretty sure everyone knew that that's what he was running on. But yeah. John Legend made a really astute point on his little tweet when he was like, well, if you were willing to vote for Kanye, you probably weren't going to vote for Biden anyway. Duh. Like, yo, I hate when people take it for granted. Like, I know that you feel very strongly about voting for Biden, but you got to understand a lot of people don't. (laughs) A lot of people don't. And I'm willing to say it's probably the majority of the people, because when you look at the act, when you just look at the population of people, the voting electorate is a very small portion of that. And so if you actually poll the general population, even if you target a demographic like black people, the majority of, of them probably don't feel very strongly about voting positively for Biden. And so you really can't you're just dismissing the fact that, you know, the voting electorate is probably going to be reflective of the general population, just in smaller numbers, but in proper proportion. And the greater proportion of of the general public don't fucking care for Biden and aren't willing to vote for him. So guess what? The vast majority of the voting electorate, at least in the black community, probably not positively disposed to Biden, even though the core of the older voters are willing to turn out in primary elections and so forth for, for Biden to swing shit in his direction. I, I think that history has shown that the 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 general election voting electorate doesn't follow that. And so you guys could keep playing that game where you just dismiss the fact that your guy is not appealing to people and you need to do something to make him appealing to the people who do not want to vote for him. You could ignore that and be snarky about it or just hear me out. You could actually push your guy to represent something that will broaden his coalition of people willing to vote for him but you know that's just that's fantasy politics right like we don't do (laughs) politics that way anymore like that's not how things happen you know what i mean and so yeah Nah, this is too good of an opportunity right now donald trump is the worst of two evils so as the democratic head you can feel anybody you want because the situation is that desperate in most people's eyes you're absolutely right. But then you do run the risk of alienating people. And you know what? I don't mind because you know what? I'm relatively sure that in their projections and their oh, yeah. numbers, they've, definitely they've accounted factored for that. It. Absolutely. And they're willing to make that loss. And mm-hmm. so you got to be, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not down with abusive relationships. If you're going to give me the ultimatum of taking, you know, of being treated in a way I don't like or leaving the relationship, you're not going to coerce me to stay in the relationship by showing me how bad not staying in the relationship is. <laughs> no, that's not how this works. I'll leave. I'll take it. I'll take the risk. 
And so, yeah, you got to court people back to it. And partially, you know, I personally take that stance because of the way Bernie was treated. But mostly it's because Biden is trash because I'm open. I'm open to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm open to somebody who is running within that that platform. But you got to sell it to me or else I'm just not going to waste my time. I'm not just going to give you my vote. That's not a thing that I was taught to do. But yeah, I just thought it was funny that they actually got receipts on Kanye being helped by Republican operatives, and I went, "I'm like, dude." I wonder. I wonder if he. What is it like? His lawyers like still working for the Trump campaign or some shit like that? I don't know. I don't know the 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 fine particulars of it. I just i I saw that the reporters were uh, talking about interviews where they caught him uh, making reference to Republican. Republican operatives. And when I say operatives, I mean that they're like lobbyists and people who work in um, Republican-led political agencies that are helping him to get on ballots to compete with Joe Biden. You know what I mean? Like, the, 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 the real proof in the pudding for me was when they showed the correlation between battleground states for Biden and the filings. All of the filings correspond directly with battleground states for for Biden, and they've purely they've, coincidence. Yeah, and 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 I and I don't you know what I mean. I'm like okay, okay, because really what you should do is you should fill out all of the applications for the remaining states and send them out as expeditiously as possible. Like you can't be so busy that you're interested in running for president, but you're not willing to hire someone to sit down and do that paperwork for you. Like you know what I mean. And so the fact that He's in addition, a lot of his paperwork is getting kicked back for fake signatures like Bernie Mouse and Ber- I'm sorry, Mickey Mouse and Bernie Sanders. Bernie Mouse, low. <laughs> Bernie Mouse is the man, by the way. It's <laughs> the name of my uh, my house, uh, Bernie DJ. Mouse. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that whole thing. I mean, man, bro, y'all niggas is dreaming if you think. So Republicans that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I wonder if is aware that the people who he's hiring or I'm working with are doing this in a very uh, illegitimate way. The only thing Kanye West is aware of is that he's more famous than Da Vinci. Feel me? Is he? That his words. Oh, okay. His words. Oh, like first of all, I don't know how you quantify that. His Second words. Second of all, I'm okay. pretty sure that's not true. He's greater than Michelangelo than Picasso. Feel me? That's all Kanye West knows. That he's the greatest ever. You know, I hope that artists um, who record in digital mediums or who produce art in digital mediums realize that history won't remember them. <laughs> They're not. They won't be remembered because none of this digital shit is going to last into the future. Right. There's Nor too many. Will they have ways of even pieces. interfacing with it in the future. Yeah. And so. If when you uh, produce your your art exclusively in those mediums, you're dooming yourself to a very short uh, uh, contemporary history. You will not be remembered like the Michelangelo's and the Da Vinci's and the so forths. Nah, who cares about that shit anyway? You're dead. Well, clearly Kanye does. He's trying to establish himself in that realm. No, he just says ridiculous shit all the time. He's not trying to establish nothing. He just says horse shit. He just pulls it out of his ass and slaps it in the microphone. And then people repeat it ad infinitum. It's crazy, man. Like, how society 
takes a celebrity's words and just like ratifies them, no matter how stupid they are sometimes. Yep. Just keeps on repeating it in a way that makes it substantive to a substantial enough people, uh, 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 a, uh, a good Stand enough amount base. of people to where it's like it has traction. You know what I mean? And gosh, man, that's that's a that's a crazy thing because that's how that's it, it's pervaded our political uh, uh, yes. landscape now. Yes. And and Kanye, who should not be listened to for anything substantively outside of music, is impacting our political sphere, and is like an active pawn in our president's scheme to try to steal another term. To prolong his jail, uh, his his stint in jail. Yes, yes. Telling you, bro, if y'all think that motherfucker is leaving the White House all voluntarily, you guys are fucking tripping. You have not been paying attention at all. My thing is, is like, how did he, like, how did he last so long without going to jail? Like, why is it only now that people are like, oh, you better stay in the White House because he should have been in jail way before he went to the White House. Like, the White House isn't the worst of the shit that he's done. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but we all know the justice system doesn't work. That's how he's never been in jail. You, but, you pay into it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, I don't... What do you think? He wasn't ready for the heat that comes from running... Like, being scrutinized as the president? Hell no. He didn't want this fucking job. Nor he, he didn't want this job. Nah, man. Nor did nah, he doesn't be. know about any of the nah, rules of the job. Nor is he interested in any of the rules of the job. Everybody who's voicing, I agree with all of that except that he role. didn't want the job. I think he wanted the job, but I do agree with you. He wasn't interested in the rules. He wasn't interested I mean, in doing look, the job. I, he I'm not wanted the job. I though. disagree with that. When that nigga when on the day he won the presidency, he looked like he saw a ghost. You feel me? I don't know. I, I do know. know. You know what I'm saying? It's not a matter. I mean, it is an opinion on my part, but it's not something that I'm like wishy-washy yeah. on. Like, by no means was it something that he was legitimately ever like considering I don't, I just don't think doing. that you can go through so much. Of, campaigning and all this bullshit and standing in front of all those people like like you see him at the rallies man like you, you gotta he's been doing that his point. whole life what are you talking he, about he yeah, loves the attention but they would he could just keep doing that like no nah, well he hasn't been well, doing it in that sense of doing rallies he's been on tv he's yeah never exactly like why would he speaker. need to go to a rally if he's on tv I, well, when I mean, he's he not running WWF. for president he did do wwf which is like a rally <laughs> so i mean I, I mean he's used to entertaining in front of stuff like Looks, that um, but why did being why a president, be the president has and do that? entirely well the prevailing theory i'm not sure whether or not i i subscribe to it, but the prevailing mm. theory is that he was hoping that all this attention would jump off into trump tv and that's what he was actually working towards which is neither here then or there why to me the I, it's neither here or there to me i don't care i i personally because wouldn't he be more famous as the man who conceded the presidency after he won that would have been boss like I don't even want the job, thanks guys, and nah, just conceded and nah. like ah, you could do, you could have it, Hillary. That's, Bro, that would have been so controversial, and then he lost it would. the TV. You're 100 percent correct, but in in, in a capitalist society, who would voluntarily give up that much power? Well, someone who didn't want it. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm trying to validate the idea that maybe he but, didn't want it. But if you didn't want something, okay, <laughs> he went. To, he didn't want he it because so of the responsibility. Want, right? So then he probably wanted it. it no. If you this this job is regardless of whether or not you wanted the job as presidency, if you were handed to you, if it's handed to you, it is so much power that it's by no means it is was it worth it to give up. You feel me? Even if I didn't want the presidency and it'd you gave me the, the plan, office of the presidency, it'd be funny if the plan was for him to turn it down it and he decided to take it anyway. And you're you like, no, 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 wait, wait, no, no, you said you weren't going to take it, and he's like, no, 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 
I got it, guys. And he's like, <laughs> no! Yeah, it's exactly. Like, he instantly became the most powerful person in the world. Like, who, who since Do that day, so? who has been able to stop him from doing... Well, uh, the support Supreme, Supreme Court eventually kicks back some of the things that he does. Mm-hmm. But generally, he does what he wants. He's in America, for sure. But in the world, do you think the world's fucking with him? Oh, no, no. He's alienating I mean, himself from everybody in the world. world. But him, as but. far as, like, our military apparatus is goes, yes, he has quite a degree of power. You feel me? Yeah, he did get them to fire on Syria and in the middle of a, of a Russian engagement. Feel yeah, me? So it's have like pretty, pretty strong command over them. It, it's I don't know. It's I don't see in what world any greedy person would ever give up bro, a station as the powerful of the as the president general of the in States. Iran, bro. Throw twist your fingers up. That was some gangster he's shit. He's he's been declared a fucking war criminal by Iran and shit. You feel me? Well, like good reason, nigga. You blew up. With you feel me? So you blew like, up our fucking. But again, who's gonna stop me? What has been the consequence? What has been the consequences for him specifically for that action? I mean, oh, they can't the, think of them any worse than ex- they already do. Exactly. They're going to talk shit about me. When has people never talked shit about Donald Trump? That's true. You feel me? The only thing that sucks about his life right now is that he's on, under constant scrutiny and he always has people up his ass and essentially never and has he, a moment of freedom. And this is the last job he's ever going to have. You know, like, they are going to, they got to arrest him when he leaves. And that's it. exactly why he's not going to leave. What like he was literally so, so he done everything he's ever so wanted trouble. to? Well, well, okay. So what did he do while in power that's going to get him arrested? Uh, I mean, I mean, not, and I'm not saying that facetiously. The, I'm, um, I'm actually, it, I want to enumerate it just to have it in the forefront <laughs> of my mind. Uh, I know that he's definitely in trouble the with a lot of New York that, stuff. The affirmation war crimes. Yeah, I mean, in a lot in New York, they're going after him for a lot of um everything from emoluments clause to uh all kinds of financial crimes they have in him up like lots of financial so, fraud they have him what over like has he done anything because a lot of that stuff is prior to him being president what has he done as president to make his to make his case any worse oh i think for president it would just be like lawsuits because i'm not really sure i i don't think uh, as much as the american people would like to like well, fantasize he did, he that he's going to end up in jail he publicly threatened a lot of people um who had lawsuits against him. So while he's president, they might not be able to bring that suit against him. But after he's president, they yeah, very, so that's, that's something he did while he was president that got, that could get him into more, you know, you know, publicly get him into enough trouble to where a judge is like, everyone saw you do it, bro. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta exactly. I don't think he'll ever get jail time for anything, but he'll just be in like a lot of lawsuits for, for here until he's done. Yeah. But the odds of you sending a former U.S. president to a fucking jail. Like, are you high? The fuck out of life. What world do you live in? I know George Bush is still out. He can't leave the country. What world do you live in? George Bush actually, I think, is an international war criminal. Like, he can't go most places. That's pretty funny. I if mean, I remember correctly. Um, they got a former president. I don't need to go nowhere. I know. Bring dude, everything see, to me. The fuck? Dude, this man's, this man's fucking property in Texas is... You could easily live and die on that property, yeah, bro. I'm a painter now, nigga. I don't worry and, about that. And I mean, have shit. a good life, have a fulfilling life. Like, not even like feel like a prisoner of your own home, bro. Like, nah, B. After presidency, the Secret Service stays with you for life. Blizzard. Life. You know how lit that is. You ain't got to worry about shit. Yeah, this nigga is so desperate to stay in office. Did you see his new tactic? No. He so he he's uh, pitching that uh, the. Um, some of the financial relief that he's trying to oh, give out for coronavirus yeah, 
if he gets elected again, he'll make him permanent. That's funny. He's trying to bribe the people That's now. That's funny. Bro, I'm telling you, get ready. Dumbass, bro. Get ready. You can't get the that tactics past is coming. Bro, you can't. There's no way he's getting that past Congress. What he's really saying is, hey, guys, do we really need Congress? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What? Dude, can you imagine? That's what he's doing, bro. <laughs> the people. But see, the, th- the crazy part is that Andrew Yang made a plan that could, viol- that could, that could like legitimately yeah. give Amer- every American $1,000 a month. And people are like, nah, we don't believe you. Donald yeah. Trump is like, yo, uh, I'm 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 gonna create a legislative pe- uh, plan that's gonna somehow pass the Democratic fucking Congress to give you four hundred dollars a month additionally permanently on your payroll tax. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> and even in the way it's described, it's never gonna happen. Like, I don't know, man. People are dumb. Like the, the like I, but hey, I, I I'm, presidents I'm them, really so. interested to see how many people actually fall for this fucking bribe. This guy really can't like he's I don't know man. He, he wants to stay in office. I don't know if he wants to be president though. I I don't know. Shit's crazy. Nah man, it's um. How did America get itself into this position? Like, there's no way that we should have, be having this discussion about the president of the country. This is true. I mean, look. Clearly, I don't know, because when that nigga said, when they asked him the questions about tactics during debate, and he, oh, why don't you pay your taxes? And he was like, because I'm smart. I was like, oh, no, he can't win. I was like, he can't win. That's ridiculous. At that point, I thought thought he was ineligible. I thought that's what I thought, too. I thought that when you say something like that, it's like. Clearly, I'm a fucking idiot. That's like if, if I'm trying to get the job at the library and then they ask me, how do I approach a young reader about um, getting interested in books? And I say, little nigga's too stupid to read anyway. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, I just don't think that you're good for this. Books? Like, I just don't think you're good for this job. If that's how you're going to look at the, the, the people who you're supposed to serve, Bruh. like they're idiots. He straight up told the American people, most of whom are taxpayers, you're fucking idiots. Yep, 100%. That's what I heard, too. But apparently, at least 50% of America heard something differently. Or like 48% or whatever the number is. So, you know what I'm saying? And everything he did after that, I thought, was worse than that initial little faux pas in the thing. You know what I'm saying? I thought, like, being a fucking creeper, walking around and stalking a woman on stage during a quote-unquote presidential debate... I thought that would have been a disqualifying factor, but again, clearly I'm an idiot. I mean, talking about your dick in the fucking debate. You feel me? Oh my! Oh yeah, he did do that. That's right. There was like a measuring contest. Bro, I remember that. I mean, there's they so kept- much stuff that I'm just like this. <laughs> fuck America! You yeah, asked I deserve for this. that shit, man. Nah, you guys worked pretty hard for this. America worked very hard to acquire. It's current state of affairs, so I think it should enjoy it. But you know something that he's doing now that's that's going to have interesting ramifications into the future is um, he's declared that he's going to do his convention speech digitally now because they're trying to move uh, the conventions to all digital formats because of coronavirus. Now, there's an issue with that. That's good, Because, the, of, of course, the large gathering is problematic. Yeah. But the convention is the most and i say this very loosely but it's a very small group of people at the top of the democratic party who make the the platform who actually drive the platform and agendas that the democratic party will follow behind as you know um as a coherent force in the legislative houses 
And, you know, you think that the greater body of people voting on people to represent them will vote, you know, represent those those interests and, and carry those those interests up the ladder to the, the 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 big federal bodies. But that's not how it goes. It's actually a small group of people at the top of the party who make the platform. And those people are only beholden to a very small group of people who show up to these conventions. And so those people who show up at the conventions are the only people that we public as the public get to interface with to have some kind of influence in the party platforms. And it's just the, the national, it's pretty much the national caucus is how we should look at those conventions for, you know, the Democrats and Republicans. And it's important that we hold those in person because when they're held digitally, I feel like we are just making more abstractions for for the representation of the people's will. And the more abstract it gets, like, I just feel like no one's going to pay attention to the platform that's projected through the live stream. Like, the people who take it seriously show up to that convention and invest their time and effort into it because they are, you know, they are invested in the in that political structure. And by creating, you know, more distance between those people and the actual, you know, physical uh, Democratic National Party, I don't feel like it's a good thing. I, I, I feel like it's just another way for them to distance themselves from the public to be less beholden to their will. You know what I mean? Because it's a very, very, it's already a very abstract system of representation that that gets, you know, our interests passed up to the to the national party and it it doesn't feel good that they're setting this precedent like i understand why they're doing it now but it feels like a lot of the stuff that's being done in the name of covid is just being done as a dry run to be rolled out for normalcy and that's not a good thing it definitely is not and and so donald trump acquiescing to, to, to doing his, his speech digital, uh, um, through digital stream. While, yes, is good for... It would be better if they just maybe postponed them till closer to the election because you don't need, you know, to have these... Uh, I believe they're being held in September. You could postpone them to October, you know, and hopefully in another two months we can get to a safer place. But, you know, even if we did, I don't think that it would be, we would know. Even if things were getting better, <laughs> the media would be telling us that the sky is falling so and that good. there's Rona in, in your tap water and that, you know, and so it's just, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, uh, it sucks because I don't think that we're ever going, I think our society is actually moving away from the kind of engagement that's necessary for cohesion. You know, we have no political cohesion. And, you know, maybe, and that's just on the, the national level. Well, I think that small communities are still emboldened. Like, I love our community. It's a very strong, tight-knit community. You know, people work with each other. We make things happen. Um, but there, there's no connection to the to the national political scene 
you know, maybe the national social scene, but that's not, uh, that's, <laughs> we don't want that to be the fabric of society is what you see on social media, because that's what's pretty representative of the national social scene. But yeah, that sounds really weird. Like national social, <laughs> national socialist, uh, whoa, easy, easy there. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I definitely don't yeah, mean that in a political sense. When I say national social better. scene, it's not in a political sense whatsoever. It's purely in the idea of kind of this social atmosphere that exists nationwide because of the prevalence of social media. <laughs> now, I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta clarify that because that shit sound, it could come up way wrong. And that's not where I was going with that. But yeah. Anyway, what else been going on? Um, shit, there's been some interesting stuff going on in New York. And I guess we'll just wrap with that. Um, New York State uh, has been... Uh, gearing up to file suit against the NRA to do something yes. about how uh, the yes. NRA, since it's actually, I, I believe it's found its foundation in New York. Um, the, I think it's the top brass at the NRA have been siphoning money and using, and since the NRA is a nonprofit, the money that they, that they generate has to be tracked very closely um, so that they can, uh, pretty much be audited for their tax um for their tax um Exempt not evasion steps? it's tax evasion essentially but um their tax remittance they get to they get to um buffer their their tax payments to the government due to their nonprofit um status and so i guess they got lax in the last couple of decades <laughs> and you know the the up tops have just been laundering money and and using uh nonprofit money for for all the wrong reasons and so new york is going after the nra which is it's funny it's like get um they, they they you know we can't get you for all of the deaths that are 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 happening because of of your reckless promotion of firearms and refusing to distribute them in a uh in a in a in a fashion that 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 can some you know bring down the 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 prevalence of guns in our society at large they refuse to allow any kind of regulation to happen so we're not going to hit you on the fact that you are just a overall negative force in our society when it comes to gun violence nah we're going to get you on the tax evasion i mean that's how they got al capone that's how you get ungettable people, bro. Because people always try to cheat the IRS, but the IRS but man, keeps it's records. Like, come on, man! Like, why doesn't our system like? Why can't our system recognize the blatant bad actors? Uh, this American system does not at all acknowledge the blatant bad actors, and it's gotten so bad that the society, since it has, it holds the law in such an esteem, they 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 they've started to delude themselves that the bad actors aren't bad actors and it's like no no the nra are bad actors all of them and the people who support the nra are bad actors as well and you can you can fight for your gun rights without absolutely stonewalling all forms of regulation to try to help the public not be riddled with fucking automatic weapons come on but i don't think that's illegal though what uh, stonewalling the public, like you just mentioned, about the and uh, that's what I'm saying. Regulation. It's not illegal, but it's you're a bad actor because you're not doing it for the public good. You're doing it for your public pockets. Yeah, you're doing it to get the, the the money out of the public. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's not like the NRA is is fighting for your Second Amendment rights because they believe you should have guns. They're yeah. fighting for your Second Amendment right because they make money off of you wanting guns. Yeah, we know this, and this is obvious because when people like Daniel Schaefer our, our are government killed should in Philando Castillo, my bad, I shouldn't say our government, but as a society, we should probably not abide by an institution like that because that's a corrupting force. But I think a lot of people um, are, aside from NRA supported people, a lot of people want to see the NRA uh, uh, shut down. But, but they have no legal recourse to do so. And, and like so much so that the government had to literally wait until they committed fraud to hit them on the fraud because the actual corruption of the public good wasn't enough. That's what I mean. Like, like we, we should have institutions of justice that can actually fight for justice for the public good. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, where, where's the justice for stopping the NRA decades after we realized that the NRA was a negative special interest in the lobbying industry? I mean, but I feel like that's ignoring all the effort the NRA puts into, you know, I mean, reigning, re- remaining relevant. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure they have lawyers who are specifically dedicated to shutting oh, down no, no, all I the get people it. that do I that. I get it. But, like... There, if I commit a crime, so so say I, I convince you to go out and do something and you get hurt doing it. Mm-hmm. And then it's found out that I was the one who who cajoled you into this. I coerced you in some way to do this. Mm-hmm. I get in trouble. Mm-hmm. If the NRA is perpetrating the idea of gun ownership as a right... In such a way that is false, and it causes people to be in possession of weapons. But it's not the same as coercion like you mentioned earlier, though. It's encouragement for sure, but it's not coercion. When it's manipulative, it is coercion. Oh, I disagree, but okay. It's not encouragement if I'm manipulating you. Um, because if I'm hiding my true intentions, it's manipulative. And that, and that is what they're doing. And I'll, I'll accept manipulation, but I won't accept coercion. There's there's a there's a difference enough that I don't think that they are in this particular context they're interchangeable. Mm, okay, but even in the even in the 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 legal rundown, manipulation and coercion are used interchangeably. So it's manipulative. It can be considered coercive. But again, we just said legally they weren't doing anything wrong. So No, no, they, they are. But as a society, nobody's willing to, to stop. I'm sorry. Say, what that's, that's what illegal is, what that's why illegal thing a, oh, okay, so you're speaking about the but is, you're speaking about their tax evasion. Yes. Well well they're no no. The 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 broader perspective of why society is okay with that is a complete that is a that is a value driven argument okay whether it's coercive and manipulative is semantic there is a legal argument that what they are doing is incorrect as far as the tax evasion at the same time are you speaking about the tax evasion thing or the fact that they're advocating for people to get weapons advocating for people to get weapons well no there's 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 no law against special interest Okay, so so you're no 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 no. I'm trying to clearly get what you're trying to establish because you're saying that morally, yes, what they're doing is wrong. Okay, but that's not. But 
that is not the illegal thing that you're talking about. Um, well, if you could, if you can tie that, that with directly to someone dying, there are people who are attempting to do that. I don't know of anyone who's died <laughs> directly from, well, from access to guns, but that's what I'm saying. Like access to guns is something that comes from their advocacy. You they do I mean? advocate like, for like the, it, yes. Like the person who, who, who committed the murder at Sandy Hook had access to guns because their state was deregulated mostly through NRA special interest. Okay. Had had the NRA not lobbied to, to uh, take away regulations on homes with mentally ill possessing guns, then that person would not have had a gun to commit murder. That, that is direct harm that comes from them lobbying for their special interest at the cost of the public safety. Okay, that's fair. I mean, he could always get a gun from somewhere else despite the NRA, but okay. I yes, see your point saying, on that. I got that you. I got you. It, that was the reason. Wait, I yeah, got you. You're right. Mm-hmm. He could have gotten it other ways, but... Right, I got you. Right, Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. With that being said, I think that it's, it's, it's not a positive thing in our society that we have to that there's no recourse to bring up this organization to to be scrutinized outside of their taxes when clearly there is there is an argument to be made that they are arguing that they are fighting for a special interest that is not in the public interest's best good like there's no way for me to organize people and say hey this organization is actually hurting society I mean, I disagree with that only mm-hmm. because I've seen a lot of Reddit specifically that a lot of the information I get about what they're doing to take down um, the NRA specifically from Reddit. So there are actually groups of people that exist to do specifically that. No, no, but there's there's are no you saying there's no political organization? organization? OK, that's, that's different. Well, so no, then, no, then you should say that. No, OK, then that they should create a. The, that's what I said. There's no institution. That's literally how I started it. I said there's no institution in our society that we can petition to. To say that this organization is causing negative... That's how I started this whole discussion. Okay, my bad. My <laughs> so bad, go ahead. <clears throat> that is that is my whole point. Of course, there's clearly people who feel this way. You know what I mean? Like, I'm literally one of them speaking into So you're my, saying so, that they should create the, the NAACP version of, like, the NR... Or the as the antithesis to the NRA. Why is there no federal organization like that, is what you're saying? No, 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 no. I'm saying, why does our government provide preferential treatment to organizations who are lobbying them for things that are against the public interest? I'm not because saying that they shouldn't them? exist. Well, I understand that, but our government is not supposed to be technically a profit organization. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many things wrong with this, and you're just like, oh, that's what it is. And it's like, that's my fucking point. These things are the things that we need to change. You know what I mean? And and if we just keep saying, oh, that's just how it is, you know, ha ha ha, then guess what? Nothing ever fucking changes. And then it's not a ha ha, but it's disenfr- like you disenfranchise yourself when there becomes an opportunity to do something about that. Okay, but what, it, it's just, like a lot of times I was just trying to find like like what is the solution that you're saying that would be the like the solution to this? Just create a body, just create a federal body whose specific job it is to stop bad no, lobbyists? No, it's not that at all. It's that our federal agencies should have enough distance from the uh from the public 
to be able to actually regulate. And they can't do that when the lobbying bodies are coming from the, the public organizations that they are meant to regulate. Because the lobbying bodies are coming in with money. And that is an interchange that is corrupting. And I'm pointing it out because a lot of people aren't aware of, so what's so bad about the NRA? Well, the problem with the NRA is that they're corrupting the governmental body designed to regulate them. And in doing so, create an atmosphere where more people have guns and they're, the people who have access to those guns are the ones who are hurting people. That's the connection I'm trying to make there. Okay. But yeah, that's I. All of that was was to point out that New York State is finally trying to at least do something about the leadership of the current leadership of the NRA by bringing up a lot of their their malfeasance in in uh, in their taxes and and the way that they've been uh, doling out the the nonprofit money. Um, also in NYPD. There was a, an interesting situation where they went to try to arrest uh, one of the Black Lives Matter uh, leaders, Derek Ingram, and he was uh, streaming it on Instagram Live, and the protesters came to uh, to show him support, and the NYPD ended up having to back down, and now the commissioner is under is in hot water because, first of all. He had every right not to leave his home when the uh, officers approached to arrest him because they refused to present a warrant. Yep. They had no warrant, which they said that they were there to arrest him on uh, a charge of assaulting an officer, which I've never heard of a judge unwilling to issue a warrant to to detain someone who was— under investigation for an assault on an officer. So the fact that they could not present a warrant given that uh, that reasoning and then the, the supposed assault in question when they were um, when they released it was he was yelling into a officer's ear with a bullhorn, which I'm not even I'm not even sure how that happens. You know what I mean? Like, why was she standing there? Was he chasing her with the bullhorn? Could she not move? Like, what? I don't. Clearly, it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, but yeah, no. The uh, the protesters ended up backing them down, and uh, they had to they had to to I guess I don't want to say retreat, but they withdrew from that from that arrest attempt. And I'm interested to see what happens in the future. And, and I really hope that they keep that that young man protected because. Police do not take an L. Yep, they were trying never to lynch him a, for sure. They he was never take that lightly. And so, yeah, I really hope that he manages to stay out of their clutches because NYPD is no joke. And it's just an, the 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 level of impunity that the police operate with is just astounding. And every day I see and I hear people talking about, you know well you know we need the police and it's just like no no we don't need those police we need an org we and once again it's i'm talking about organizational structures to replace the ones that we have because our society is built on fundamentally corrupt organizational structures that's why i point a lot of these things out so when i say like Hey, there's you know there's a fundamentally uh, the fundamental problem with an uh, a a institution. It's to say that 
we need something to replace it. But we can't just replace it with anything. And to replace it with something that's functional, we have to identify why the old institution didn't work. And so that's why I point out a lot of these things, because it's important to bring that into mind or else we'll never be able to have the imagination to create functional new institutions. You know what I mean? And so I really look forward to what what we can come up with in this space of, of policing and uh, and and uh, community engagement, because something's going to have to give. Because there's not too too much more of this that can keep on happening where they try to to lynch the you know the young people who are trying to organize as peacefully as humanly possible and expect nothing in, you know to be done you know how these people can't live in constant fear of their life when all they're asking for is to be considered that's all black lives matter is is really calling for and that's what's so astounding my about the people who fight against it it's like you're you're really standing so staunchly against people who are fighting just for the idea of being considered fully. But hey, you know, you, you you'll encounter all of these things when you live in a plural, pluralistic society like America. But I really do hope that you know, after all of this, you know, these these current round of of civil rights and un, uh, unrest that's been going on. That we could try to make some some progress because it really sucks seeing all this upheaval and then right back to normal, right back to stage one. You know that that shit, that shit's getting real old. And I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that, but man, I just I would hate to see because so much of the of the world is moving at such a fast pace. If we can't even get this civil rights thing under wraps. How are we going to, you know, really enjoy, you know, the coming technological revolutions that are going to happen? Like, shit's still going. You know, things are going to be different in the future. I just hope that one of those differences could be a little progress on the social front. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I've ranted enough uh, for you guys today. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Follow us on the social medias. Instagram, Heron, at Heron's Home Podcast. And check me out at Rico underscore G Sound. And I'll leave you with the final words. Time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Take it easy.